into the contest. It's Friday the 8th of October. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Tim Gilbert here. Shane Lee, how are you? And how good is it to see the diary now starting to fill up? It's almost filling up too much. It is, mate. Looking very, very excited. Almost like the day before Christmas. Um... Plenty of bookings going into the diary, mate, for lunches. Even uh, our good mate Corey Pearson, his dad's turning 74. So I'm look, I yep. wouldn't normally be excited looking forward to a 74th, but I can't wait. Yeah, I'll be joining you for that one. Uh, John Pearson, yes. what a great man. Uh, the, yeah, the father of Peaches Pearson, friends of both of us. So that will be good next week. Yeah, um, uh, I expect to put on at least 10 kilos over the next couple of weeks. <laughs> it is Friday, so that means we've got Brisbane comedian Shad Wicker on the show. Also, of course, former Olympian and SAS. This man, John Stephenson. Now, there's nothing like a healthy head of hair. Shane, when I first met you, those blonde flowing locks, well, they had a life of their own. Yes, Timmy. As they say, look after your hair and everything else will take care of itself. Now, I've got something for you too, Timmy, even with that silver fox look. It's called Maine Hair Care. Oh, Maine Hair Care. I know it. I absolutely love it. Yes, mate. Specialised men's hair care, targeting scalp conditions to stimulate scalp and over time improve growth. Oh, it's a fantastic product. It really is. I also note that it's all Australian, fully organic ingredients, Shane. Yep. Not only will you look good, but the scent is just wonderful. Maine Hair Care. I'm going to get it on today. And that's spelled M-A-N-E, mainehaircare.com. So Shane, Andy Murray has lost his wedding ring, but if you tried to make this story up, (laughs) no one would believe you. It's ridiculous. Well, he's preparing for the Indian Wells uh, tennis tournament over there in California, and um, he ties, because he can't play with his wedding ring on his finger, he ties his wedding ring to his shoe, and he he said his shoes stunk, so he left him outside his room, because his room had no balcony or windows, um, and left the ring on it. Now, he didn't realise there was... Thousands, if not millions, of people in California without shoes that are homeless, mate. So they knocked his shoes off and therefore knocked off his wedding ring. So he might be in a bit of trouble when he gets home, mate. Oh, he left them underneath the car. He thought he was in rural England. <laughs> those, those shoes and that ring, that ring's probably already been sold about three times. And uh, look, one thing one thing that might help him is the fact that he's worth about $170 million. Yeah. So that might just get him through the night, Andy Murray. The rain saved the Australian women's cricket team last night. Yep, so uh, it was a, end up uh, washed out. So uh, one point each. So in the series now, Australia's still leading by two points, seven to five. Mm. But India, yeah, got off to a bit of a flyer. Four for 131, they were off only 15 overs. Jemima Rodriguez, 49, not out of 36 balls. They were mounting a huge a huge total there. Um, so a little bit of relief, I reckon, for the Aussies there because India still have to win the next two matches to take out the series. Australia gets one more win now. They're home. So a very, very close-fought series. And, um, yeah, India definitely putting Australia under, under the pump a bit. Yeah, I was enjoying that. I was, rain and cricket, gosh, it's annoying sometimes. Anyway, this is Friday. It's a whole lot of fun day. And we have Shad Wicker, Brisbane comedian, rugby league expert, to get his thoughts on the grand final and all things happening in Brisbane, including the 17th team. He's next. Mm-hmm. 
time to talk rugby league, the greatest game of all, and although we've seen the grand final, there's still a stack on. Brisbane comedian, Shad Wicker, how are you? Guys, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, obviously, I'm a bit confused by you guys working in a different time zone at the moment, <laughs> um, which is kind of by, I mean, maybe it's just my small little Queensland mind. Well, at least COVID didn't get our um, daylight savings, mate, so we're, 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 we're up earlier now, which is good. Uh, listen, now, Shad, let's start with the Clearies. They got the job done. Yeah, all right. Like, fine, I guess. That's fine. You've got to remember my experience with uh, with Cleary Senior is um, mm. he he didn't get me a grand final when I was a Warriors fan, so him yep. getting anyone else a grand final, whatever, whatever, <laughs> whatever. But you 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 are pissing the Warriors off very very soon because you you're going to be a, a number one ticket holder with the seventeenth franchise in the NRL, and of course the next team in Brisbane, which is has been uh, declared this week. It all happens in 2023. It's got to be the Dolphins, mate. I'm I'm all in on the Dolphins. Oh, that's it. I don't think they can use that name. What about the Redcliffe Rooters? No, they can use the Dolphins. <laughs> they can't. <laughs> well, well, I mean, I've been up there. Yeah, got the Rooters. You're right. <laughs> I wouldn't mind that actually. <laughs> um, now, uh, what, some talk about fire dragons, fire eaters. I, I don't know if I like it. It doesn't sound like a rugby league name to me. As we all know, it's between three teams. I mean, as much as they want to pretend that they're considering anywhere other than Brisbane, they can shut up. When the when the as soon as that team. TV deal got announced. You're like, yeah, it's going to be brizzy. Um, uh, but uh, it's it's the obviously the Ipswich Jets, um, and then we have the East Tigers. But they've had to rebrand because I can't use Tigers in the NRL. So some idiot in their groups was like, "How about we call ourselves the Firehawks and sound like uh, a high school yeah. cheerleading team yeah. from the US?" Um, that's the one team Ooh. I really don't want to get my get around if it comes into the comp. And then of course the Redcliffe Dolphins. But I've been told, and it's been reported up here that. If Redcliffe Dolphins get the gig, which I think they will, because they've got like a hundred million dollars in assets, mm. um, they've already got a really strong uh, read, like Morton Bay region's like a huge rugby league yes. um, juniors area for them, and they've been around for forever. Um, but I've I've been told up here that they can't be called the Redcliffe Dolphins when they go to the NRL. They've been told that they have to they can use Dolphins, but the region has to be different. It's crazy. So I don't know if they're going to go with um because what would you think? Because like I was thinking, I'll probably call themselves Morton Bay, but that wouldn't really mean much to the anyone bugs. outside of Brisbane, would it? Well, in North Brisbane, something. I, See, I was know. thinking North, so I think they call mm. them. They might call themselves Norths. Mm. But then that'll be annoying here in Brisbane yeah. because you've got a North. <laughs> like- yeah, and all and all the fans in Sydney are going, "Are we back? Are we back?" No, you're not. Sorry, you're not. <laughs> John, Re- where's John you're Rebo? Not, you're not back. Um, or right, well, let's let's unstitch this grand final a little bit uh, and some of the stories in and around it. Um, Tyrone May he got a bit cocky on Instagram, didn't he? Got a bit cocky on Instagram before, boys. I think if you have a look, yes, exactly. Uh, yes. Boom fish. Well, what about the what about his what about his quote? He's, he's quoting Drake, mate. It says, "And the dirt that you threw on my name turned to soil, and I grew up at a time you all figure out what you're going to do all about it." What's that about? So I'm just very impressed that you that you knew it was a Drake quote. <laughs> <laughs> you're a bit of a you're a bit of a fan, are you? Shannon? What up? No. What up? What up? Yeah, are you really around, uh, Lover Boy? The new the new album. You into it? Jeez, Not really, mate. It's <laughs> news to me. Oh yeah. <laughs> But yeah, but it, it does play to the point, Shad, doesn't it? That some some guys, you know, full of ink, 
you get a bit overconfident. You get out there on Insta or Twitter or whichever is your chosen fruit when it comes to social media and get yourself into a bit of trouble. I mean, look, I think, I think, I think I've, I've yet to meet a rugby league player that can read the room um, mm. at all. Uh, not to mention, like, what a time to think that it's, that it's cool to poke some fun on Instagram when every rugby league player's social media is being watched like a hawk in case they've got a... Uh, a piece of cutlery sitting out on a bench with a credit card on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, people are watching at the moment to see if you're going to stuff up. And of all the things to try and reference, like, you know what I mean? Like, mm. you, this is, this is what my issue, like, you've just won the grand final. You've nailed it. You've done it. It's the biggest thing you can win. And then you still can't just... Zip it. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> Put the bad news in the past. It's fish and chip shop paper, mate. What are you doing? Now, yeah. How's your father-in-law? Is he okay? Has he gotten over it? It was a, it was a great game of footy. It was. I mean, look, I, I think that, I mean, look, every everyone's going to think that their team was robbed. I, I, I kind of, there was that call um, with the, uh, the not played at from um, Panthers yeah. where there was yeah, like, no, where it's like if you're, if you're attacking a kick, if you're attacking a player while they're about to pass the ball and your hand touches that ball, that's knock on every day of the week. Mm. Anyway, you look at it. But then apparently, which I wasn't aware of, and they you explained it. it in the broadcast, if you're kicking it and someone goes to tackle you and they touch the ball, it's they're just going to immediately say it's a charge It's a charge down. But you have to play it a charge down to be a charge down. Yeah. Well, Phil, Phil Gill tried to explain it about 60,000 times, so there's no there's no way that you would have missed it. Well, that was the big one for uh, for poor Graham. He was um, pretty devastated about that one. He did get a message. It was like very hard loss for for him to take, unfortunately, the big fella. I think here's a, here's a question for you guys, though, and I think it's a valid one. Um, a mate of mine was saying while we are watching the game, he goes, neither of these teams will be in the grand final next year. Yeah, it's, I was a like, it's an interesting take, but I, I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go against that. It'd be obvious reasons. It's going to be tough for South. New coach, new halves, uh, a few players disappearing um, that have been there for quite some time. Mm. And then for the Panthers, I've always kind of had. You always had the feeling that they had a, a window that was quickly yeah. closing. Anyway, I, I, st- I still think I think you're right about South. I don't, I don't think they'll be up there next year. I think Panthers will be there and thereabouts. Will they make the grand final? I'm not sure, but you've got these teams like Canterbury now that are putting together a formidable lineup. Get out of it. Yeah, I reckon they're going to go right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah they, they've got, I think they've got a bit of a road to hoe before we can start talking to them. I think they've got, they've got a lot of names they can talk to sponsors about. I don't think it's going to mean much on the footy field. I mean, like, <laughs> I, I love Josh. I love Josh Adokar. He's an amazing player to watch, but he is not going to have Munster or, <laughs> you know, like he's, he doesn't have the hooker in there that's going to be doing the kicking that he needs, the forward pack that's going to be getting a, over that he needs. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he really drops off as one of the top-class wingers. I'd even make a crazy prediction. He might not even make origin. There'll be other people that'll overshadow him. Shad, okay. Shad, big go. words from Shad Wicker. I'm saying it. Because you've got to shine. You've got to shine. And I just don't know. Like, t- tell me why the Bulldogs – who's going to move the Bulldogs around the park next year? 
Yeah, well, look, they, they they do look like they're a lot better than what they uh, they've bought. They bought well. I mean, they're last and they're on top of the comp for next year already, <laughs> as are all the teams. But you've got you've got Burton in there and Addo Carr and a number of other players which are going to help. They they won't win the premiership, but just to that point, I think the Penrith uh, could definitely win it again. I really do. I, I just with Cleary, Luai, to- oh, uh, Edwards, that forward pack, they're not losing that many, and they've got this amazing yeah, nursery. So yeah. they certainly can. Hey boys, just want to just. Find- Finish off with, um, I think you boys are square on the bets, but Timmy, you owe me three beers. I pick Penrith. And mate, in the current environment, I'm happy. We're going to go and have a drink next week with a, with a with a mate of ours. I'll I'll shout I'll shout your beers all day. I want those for oh, oh wow. I'll, I want those first three in a bucket, mate, all at once. No problem. <laughs> Chad, no. good to talk to you. See you, Chad. Take care, mate. Alright, no boys. Hey, congrats on being open again soon, guys. Proud of you. We can't wait. <laughs> Coming up on Afternoon Sport, former Olympic silver medalist, it's John Stephenson. John O'Brien is a legend of Australia's beer industry. In 2003, he dreamed of producing a great-tasting beer that could be enjoyed by everyone, free from the ill effects of mass-produced wheat and barley. John began a brewing journey blending unique aromas and flavours offered by ancient grains such as sorghum and millet. He perfected recipes over time which have led to 40 local and international awards, including three gold medals at the Australian International Beer Awards, a gold medal at the Indies, and a silver medal at the Beer World Cup. Proudly 100% Aussie-owned, made in Ballarat, O'Brien Beer is Australia's most awarded gluten-free beer and widely available around Australia through major retailers and online at rebellionbrewing.com.au. O'Brien Beer, the beer that loves your back. It is Friday, it means it's John Day, and we like to call him the Marco Polo of afternoon sport. He's in a place called Poznan in Poland, a very, very um, big favourite of mine. Poznan, try to get there as often as I can. How are you, John Stephenson? There's only one, Tim Gilbert. Mate, I am doing really, really well. And the reason why I sing that English chant is because Tyson Fury's mm. taking on Deontay Wilder this weekend, and I cannot wait. Well, I want to ask you about that. Now, what about this fight? Oh, yes. Tyson Fury takes on Deontay Wilder. Now, this fight's Mm. gone up and down, cancelled, back on. Um, Deontay Wilder flexed his uh, rematch clause. Uh, As we all know, Anthony Joshua fought last week, and Tyson Fury was actually set to fight Anthony Joshua. Joshua loses to Usyk, loses all his belts. Now, this has made the Fury Wilder fight the biggest fight in, in, in heavyweight boxing for 2021. Now, the problem is, is there's no belts. If Fury wins, there's really no belts they fight for between Joshua and Fury. But what makes this really interesting is that the first fight was, you know, I thought Wilder just won the first fight. Mm-hmm. Um, the second fight, Fury absolutely bashed him. Um, and now this is the this is the, the, the decider, right? So um, as I pointed out last week, you know, Wilder's changed coach. He's sort of changed his attitude before he gets through. I'm picking Wilder to win this fight. I, I think wow. I, I love a puncher. Mike Tyson came out and said, look, Wilder, you're not going to win the fight over 12 rounds against Tyson Fury. The only way you're going to beat this guy is to come out in the first five rounds and absolutely put it on him. You have got a, a big shot. And that's the only way you're going to beat him. So I'm mm. hoping that uh, um, John Tavada takes Mike Tyson's advice and uh, we see a spectacular fight this weekend. Meanwhile, Mike Tyson's in India film, filming a Bollywood movie. I'll tell you what, this is a really strange old world we live in. Now, what about um, what about Fury giving Paul Gallen a rap? 
Uh, he, he, he said he likes Paul Gallen. I think there's nothing not to like about Paul Gallen. If you know his whole story, I, I think we all like Paul Gallen. Mm. I think, and if you don't, you're just a hater. Now, what about Scott McLaughlin? Uh, this is a big loss, isn't it, to Bathurst? You know, they've been pushed around, nudged around. So you want all your best drivers there, like every big showcase event, don't you? want Like every big sporting event, you want the best. Mate, I got the shits, honestly. Like, you know, I'm traveling around Europe and I'm seeing, you know, how, how open everything is. And, yeah, there's still protocols here and, there's mandatory PCR tests and certain things and you wear masks, you know, but what we've done to our industries, and especially the music industry and entertainment industry and sporting industry, you know, certain sports can go get, get on with like rugby league, but yeah, you got, you know, V8 supercars, not a small industry, mate. It's, it's, there's a lot of money that is, that's involved. That's just been absolutely just messed about. Like you got Scott McLaughlin that's continued to race overseas. That's become the rookie of the year in IndyCar. It would have been fantastic to see him come back and race mm. as a co-driver. I mean, that that duo between Will Davidson and Scott McLaughlin for DJR Racing would have been absolutely like phenomenal to see. Scott is, the, if my besides Peter Brock, is the king of the mountain. You know, like mm. he's got the he's got the lap record around um yeah. around Bathurst. So, um, yeah, I got the shits out a little bit, Timmy. Yeah, and no, I can understand it. I can understand. I, I reckon I, I said it yesterday about the Ashes, and I've been saying it. Uh, they they need to put lines in the sand, and and administrators and governments and everyone are emboldened now to just straighten this thing out. They need to straighten everything out and get it back on track because, as you say, they're killing things and they've got to get it back on track and that's what they have to do. Just like you have in SAS, we've had shirts made, of course, we've had them all printed out. It was difficult to do during this restricted time, but we got the Go Johnny Steph shirts for the SAS. You're still there. You're, you're, uh, you're flying along. Um, your abs are out. You, you know, you're giving it a bit of lip. Uh, you're into the final week. <laughs> it, when I actually, I'm actually the, I'm that black blur in the background. Every that pops up every now and then each episode, Tim. So you know, when they actually put me on the darn show, I'm sort of, I, I, honestly, I, I don't know. Look, you know, it's giving me the shits a little about the show, Timmy. Is you know, it was such a beautiful experience when we were out there, and you and I mm. and have had many a chats about this, about what I went through, and you know, it was such a raw, organic, and the four DSs are so authentic, and everything you go through is so so real, and they did not need to edit it and make it dramaful the way they have made the actual TV production. Now I get it; it's a TV show, and I think what we all have to realize, because I've had this conversation with all the contestants on there, is that we are characters on a TV show when mm. it comes down to it. Even though we went through such a beautiful experience, which I feel the Australian public literally just watch that and they get as much enjoyment as what they're getting out of all the drama they're making. Um, we are still characters, you know. And you know, Sam is the rug, the rugby, uh, you know, ex rugby player with the issues. Yana is they're trying to paint her out as a superman. And, you know, got Dan as the crazy actor and Kobe Abaddon as a bravo. And it's really sad to see because none of that really happened on the TV show. But I get it. We're characters. But it just honestly, I get why Big Brother has to do it. I get why all these other shows. But this show was so pure when we are on there. It was so real that I just don't feel they need to edit the show the way they've done it. And, you know, it's going to be interesting to see the final episodes. I have enjoyed watching what has come on. TV on the other characters and you know I'd like to say out of everything that we watched about 70 to 80 percent is true and then there's this 20 percent that I just don't think they needed to do where they put the you know all the all the uh all the yeah the, the typical reality TV show BS which I just don't think needs to be there you just need to be a bit more um 
uh, full of drama. You need to get more. You need to pants or I don't know. I need to do something. You need to go and do a nude run through the streets of Krakow or something like that. Get your crack out in Krakow. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, That's John. a good one, Timmy. That's actually a good one, man. Like, uh, I've been working on that. Uh, I do love you, John. We'll talk next week, eh? Yes, brother. That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you goes out to our guests today, Shad Wicker and a Johnny Stephenson. And thank you to our sponsors, Shana. Yeah, Main Hair Care. That's M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com. And, of course, our wonderful producer, Dan McHugh. We will be back Monday when it all opens up in New South Wales for your daily dose of sport. You beauty. Have a great weekend, guys. Take care.